This episode of Another Great Day is brought to you by Goombas, getting stepped on since the 80s. It's Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. I'm Aaron, and this is my non-Goomba co-host, Chris. Hello, if... Question. You ready? Yeah. If you were to be one of the bad guys in Mario Brothers... Which bad guy would you be? Oh, excluding good. Bowser. Okay, this is a no-brainer. All right, I would be Lakitu. Oh, the we talked about guy? him yesterday, oh, we last did. week. We, and we have. Yep, I would love being able to fly. He's super helpful. He can. He's strong because he can fish an entire go kart out of the abyss. That's true. That um, is true. You're right. He can be knocked out of his cloud, which is a bummer. And well, he does I mean, have to wear glasses. He needs to get well, LASIK. You already wear glasses. So I know. But it's kind of normal. How about you? Who'd you be? Um, Not a Goomba, though, right? The This is what I'd be. Mm. And I, I would... This, I have five lives if I do this. Can I guess? Yeah. What character has five lives? What enemy character has five lives? Magic Koopa. The cactus. Oh! <gasps> Because every time you lose a bit of yourself, you're still alive. You're still. You're right. The cactus does. I was thinking maybe that bird that you throw eggs at in Mario 2. Oh, the not not Yoshi. Yeah, the dinosaur that shoots eggs out of his mouth. Is that it's is its name Birdo? Yeah, Birdo. Birdo the dinosaur. Doesn't sound right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like my squirrel named Puppy. Anyways, welcome to another great day. How about some malarkey to start off your morning or your afternoon? Or if it's midnight, good night to you. Go to bed. Uh, This is the podcast designed to encourage interaction, creativity, and conversation. We're so glad you're here. Today's Wednesday segment, Chris, is something that we call, what is it you'd say you do around here? I don't know. What do you do around here? What do you do? Nobody does. That's the beauty of it. Um, Today, we're actually joined by our beloved friend and brother, Coach Kevin Hurst. He was kind enough to record us, uh, record us what he does, and uh, he's going to explain that now. So take it away, Coach. My name is Coach Hurst, and I coach basketball. This is my 27th year coaching basketball, and I would say that the easiest way to explain my job is I try to teach others to put a round ball in a round hole, and that round hole is suspended 10 feet above the ground and has a net attached to it. Obviously, there's a lot more that goes into it than that, um, but that's the offensive side. And then on the defensive side, I try to teach my players to stop the other team from putting said round spherical object through the round metal rim um, that is suspended 10 feet above the ground with a fiberglass backboard. Obviously, there's a lot more teaching that goes into it than that, a lot more motivation that goes into it than that. But basketball, at its most simple terms, is trying to get your players to be good enough to score on anybody that guards them and then trying to get your players good enough to stop anyone that tries to score on them. Um, And I would say that my job smells like hard work and success every single day. Awesome. Thanks again, Coach Kevin. You are the man and you have a great beard. Really appreciate you. Keep up the good work. All right, well, Chris, that's going to take us to this day in history. All right, well, in light of the recently kicked off NBA season, go Mavs, let's have a basketball this day in history. What do you say, Chris? When you say go Mavs, I was thinking of Goomba again. (laughs) Go Go Mavs. Mavs. Just saying it really weird. Goomba. (laughs) Go Mavs. No, go Mavs. Go Mavericks. We're here based out of Dallas, so let's go for 
Mavericks. Yeah. Homie. Sports teams. All right. Here we go. San Antonio. <laughs> Rockets. Team, yes. Hey, you named three Rockets. basketball teams. San Antonio. Yeah. Spurs. The Spurs. Sprockets. The Spurs. And the Sprockets out of Houston. <laughs> yep. They love that. Sorry, that's, Houston. That's the Jetsons. <laughs> Wait, are all the things in Houston space themed? Well, the Astros are the baseball team. That's the space. The Rockets are the basketball team. And then, and then Oilers. the Texans. They used to be the Oilers. <laughs> oh, pour one out for the Oilers. And then the Texans. I, that old logo with the oil rig was so cool. Their uniforms were like that baby blue. I loved it. Hot sports opinion. I love the Wait, old Houston so Oilers. The Dallas teams... There's no real coherent theme besides no. star. Rangers. They often have a star on their logo. Stars. Mavericks. They all have a Cowboys. star. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, that's trying it for to random sports talk. Oh, I was trying to like make a coherent, like, you know, <laughs> tie together to remember the teams because there's so many teams and people like sports. They really are. I should know more about sports. So. Oh. Well, you're about to learn right now oh, whoa, whoa. on this day in history. Let's learn. Well, on November 1st, the very first NBA game was ever played. That's right. On this day in 1946, the New York Knickerbockers. Yeah, they're also called the Knicks. Oh. So have you ever heard of the New York Knicks? They're, they used to be Etymology called Etymology Man. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. <laughs> I love basketball. Did you just talk about the Knicks? They used to be called the Knickerbockers, you know. Really? Wow. <laughs> How about that? Are those pants? What are what are knickerbockers? Anyways, uh, <laughs> they beat the uh, Toronto Huskies in the first NBA game, sixty-eight to sixty-six. They were led by Leo Gottlieb, who scored fourteen points in the game. Uh, played before seven thousand and ninety fans at the Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. Wow! Have you ever wait, been to Toronto? Wait, wait, wait! What? This was in Canada. Yeah, isn't that crazy? The first national, the first national basketball association game of. Of America. Does national mean America? I guess it just means nations at this point. Okay. Well, at the beginning, <laughs> like the a, first game. I guess technically it's North America, right? Okay. I mean, Canada right. is part of the, the right. crew. Well. America's hat, as some people call it. Um, also on November 1st, 1959, this is a bonus one. Well, oh yeah. Before we move on from the NBA, I just want to point out the NBA is an institution. It's a thing that we create, somebody created. Yeah. We just made it up. Someone's like, do you like basketball? I love basketball. Let's start a club. And then they have rules they just wrote down and agreed upon, kind yep. of. And everyone like said, a small government. This is how we're going to play. This is how the brackets are going to be existing. It's, it's similar to baseball. Because baseball doesn't also, it doesn't pertain to the borders either. It, it has teams extremely outside. similar. It has teams outside of America. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like in Japan and stuff like that. And well, Dominican. we don't play against those, but a lot of players are, you know, Dominican okay. and Japanese. So no, I no, just no. Canada kind of got. I just think in. it's interesting that humans like a thing, make a group about it and then have fun. Yeah. Doing the thing. It's basically Dungeons and Dragons, but sports with real humans. Yeah, We all agree that the rules of that game matter. That the that, ball has to be inside the line. That's has every to go society. The hoop. Yep, you isn't have to it, agree. Isn't on that rules. a weird deal? It is. And then millions of kids play these games, and then some adults grow up and wear pajamas and run around doing the exact same thing. Coach Kevin, who we just heard from, is a basketball coach. So how cool is that? What? Yeah, exactly. Okay, um, sorry. Enough no, no, basketball no sports talk. I just thought that this was kind of a fun fact on uh, this day in 1959, the day after Halloween, the very first. 
hockey mask was worn by a goalkeeper during hockey. They used to not oh. wear masks. Imagine <laughs> that. That is seriously scary. Wow. <laughs> Imagine what, that. What year? Uh, 1959. Yeah. So all the kids who were doing hockey pre-59 and mm-hmm. probably even thereafter a little bit because they didn't, everybody, didn't, nobody, not everybody immediately got a mask. Correct. So like in the 50s and 60s, Many people probably play without masks. Could you imagine Just harrowing trying to block a puck <laughs> with no mask on? That Oof. thing is coming at you. And this was also in Canada. How funny is that? The Montreal Canadiens. Well, today's to- Canada Day. <laughs> Congratulations, Canada. Wait, you win the podcast. There, wasn't there a Canadian Thanksgiving recently uh, in October? I don't we got to ask our Canadian friends. I don't know. Kelly! <laughs> Where are you, eh? <laughs> Get us milk in a bag. All right. Well, that'll do it for this day in history. That was from my elementary. <laughs> we had milk in a bag. Oh, Today's question of the day is brought to you by milk in a bag. Um, yeah, today's question is going to be photographic memory or having the ability to speak any language at will. So would you rather be able to remember anything that you see or... Would you rather be able to speak any language you need in the moment? Let's discuss. All right, what do you think, Chris? I feel like we've had a question like this before, and the answer I thought, I think that you gave, was if you could remember anything, you could learn the language. (gasps) You know what I didn't remember? Writing that question down. (laughs) I really could use that photographic memory right now. You're right. We did have a similar conversation or a similar discussion question at one point. But we can do it again. But if you're like me and you don't remember, <laughs> this is fun all over again. <laughs> it's like the first time. I, I do think that being able to speak any language, I'm going to take it one step further. It's going to tie into last week when we said, if you learn one thing the rest of your life, if you could speak any language, I would love to be able to speak clearly and concisely the love language of my wife and, and daughter wow. that they could actually understand. I could actually communicate what they need, what, what, how they receive love because I try and my efforts are fine sometimes. And other times it is not what they needed or what they wanted. Didn't feel loved by it because it's not at all what they actually like. So mm, two ships I have to, passing in the night. You have to realize that just because I think it's a good idea to love somebody this way that may not be that great of an idea wow that's really good chris that's deep i don't really have much to say about that (laughs) other than what a great guy that's amazing although i will say i kept you're describing you know giving love in a certain way and it not being wanting to be not wanting to really need to, to be received that way reminded me of how my cat growing up would bring me Oh, uh, like a dead animal, deceased rabbits. Okay, that it had it would taken it, apart. Yeah, so and it was, left as a prize for me on the back porch. It was like, look what I did. Here's for you, man. Yes, and I kept thinking, homeowner, that's really <laughs> cool, but not what I want to do or deal with right now. Are you saying that when I get when I do something for Shannon that is just off the wall and I think it's great, she's yeah. like. That's basically a dead rabbit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Chris, your love is essentially a (laughs) dead rabbit. (laughs) I don't don't think that all the time. I'm just kidding. No, we're just kidding. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on before we, uh, before, 
before we get ourselves in trouble here. All right. Great talk today, Chris. Let's take a quick break with Wes with our dad jokes. Take it away, Wes. Hey there, guys. I was telling my wife the other day, there's really only one thing that scares me about Halloween. And she said, which is? I said, yeah, that's it. Exactly. Have another great day. <laughs> well, what? Which is? What was that? Scary. What is? With, with, who is? What is? <laughs> We're. There we go. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Let's leave the jokes to Wes. All right. That's going to lead us to today's word of wisdom. Let's go ahead and land the plane here. We're going to be in Proverbs chapter 25. That's right. We've left the green pastures of 24 with that broken down wall and a messed up field. And now we're going to be in chapter 25. Oh, 25. Here we go. Verses 1 and 2. These, the verses of 1 and 2 are this. These are more Proverbs of Solomon collected by the advisors of King Hezekiah of Judah. It is God's privilege to conceal things and King's privilege to discover them. These are also the Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah, king of Judah, copied. Interesting little change there. All right. Uh, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but the glory of kings is to search out a matter. That is an enigma. It's a little bit ambiguous. It is. It is ambiguous. Our word of the day from last week. But you know what it's not? It's not clandestine. It is not. Not at all. All right, Chris. Well, I think that'll do it for today's proverb. Uh, Let's go ahead and wrap up the show. I think we're done. All right. Today, um, we really had a great time talking. We conversed. We interacted. And we were creative. And if you like what we're doing here, share it with your friends. Tell us what you... Tell them about it. Say, hey, listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you over there. Listen. Listen to this. Hey, you... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're professionals here. And if you can't tell, we're just two guys having fun. We hope you guys are enjoying what we're doing here. We thank you for listening and we hope you make it another great day. day. We'll see you tomorrow. And here's a little more from Coach Kevin. I believe that the um, every coach has three basic jobs to evaluate talent, to put that talent in the position to succeed, and then to motivate that talent to perform at its highest possible level. Now, it's that last category where there's the most wiggle room and what that might look like. I believe that motivating that talent to perform at its highest level involves teaching the game or tweaking the game, or showing little nuances that can help a player improve their shot, or improve their ball handling, or improve their defense, or add other um, offensive moves to their repertoire to build a best score against an opponent. Um, I also believe that that incorporates the mental side of the game. Very, very important to Um, coach your players to be mentally tough to play through any situation and also in practice to be able to prepare them for any situation. That way, when they get into games, they don't panic and they've already been there before. So again, I believe that um, I, my role as a coach is to evaluate talent, 
put that talent into position to succeed. In other words, don't ask players to play a position they're not capable of or to do things they're not capable of, and then motivate that talent to perform at its highest possible level, whether that be mentally or physically or skill-wise. The end.